Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I just got to say, our source on that story about the NFL and the Oakland Raiders is pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Doesn't mean it's 100% nailed down is true, but it's a pretty damn good source. So we're going to continue looking into that because, man, that's an explosive story for the NFL if it turns out to be true. It is indeed. So stay tuned if you would. Right now, this is a pleasure. He put Fox News on the map, the host of the O'Reilly Factor for many a year, the author, co-author of many hit books. Longtime friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Please welcome Bill O'Reilly. Hey, Bill, how are you? Good. Yeah, I just heard about that story. If those, if that's true, those guys go to prison because that's throwing a game. It doesn't matter why you throw it, um, whether it's money or you know, in this case, an ideological beef. But if that story is true, which you know, uh, you say it's a good source, and I believe you, but it's very hard to prove. You know, somebody missing a block. Um, right. However, they they have pretty extensive video 
And if that's true, the people who did that could absolutely be indicted and go to prison. It wouldn't. It's not hard to imagine, though, is it? I mean, people are pretty fired up about this issue, and obviously the players. Well, are. this is why Mike Tomlin said to the Steelers, "We're all doing one thing." Well, I, it's an emotional issue. There, there's no doubt about it. Um, whether they would go to that extreme, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to err on the side of caution and say it would be shocking. Mm-hmm. That, that a football player would throw a game because he doesn't like another football player's politics. You know, I mean, I'm on this uh, radio tour, and it's good to talk to you guys. I haven't seen you since uh, or we did that gig in uh, San Francisco at the Masonic. Um, but I'm on a tour for Killing England, um, and, and I'm, I'm telling people, look, this is a book about the Revolutionary War and, and George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, um, and what they suffered, how they suffered for our freedoms to dissent. And I'd like to go into every NFL locker room and give the players this book so they would have at least some knowledge of this country. Well, you know, Bill, I'm I'm hearing is that a lot of these dissenters don't know anything. And Colin Kaepernick, yeah, he's sincere in his belief that police go out every day to try to hunt down black people. He believes that. He wears socks with pigs on it depicting American police officers. But does Colin Kaepernick know anything? You guys live in San Francisco. Does he know anything? Well, to quote Bob Costas, he he does come off as a guy who took one semester from a radical professor, and and that's where it ends. On the other hand, I think think all of us want to have an intelligent discussion about how police can better blend and understand the communities they serve, and and we can all get along, and there's less violence, but shouting at each other isn't well, going to get us Well, I think it's just become now you're kneeling if you, uh, if you hate Trump, and you're standing if you like Trump. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to turn into. Well, it's morphed into an anti-Trump protest. I don't, think, I don't think the converse is true, that you stand because you like Trump. I think you stand because you understand that there are military people in Afghanistan watching the NFL game uh, who may be killed that afternoon. And uh, then you're, you see the Jacksonville and Baltimore teams kneeling in England and then standing for the British anthem, God Save the Queen. That's appalling. That's appalling. Look. If you don't understand your country, and if you don't understand the social problems that lead to violence, then you really should be disqualified from the debate. Yet you have a right to be a moron. The Constitution gives you that. But, you know, what I've seen, these sportscasters and sports writers, they don't give you any perspective on on these protesters. You don't know whether these men are literate in our history and social events and current events. We don't know that. What we're seeing is kind of a mob thing going on now. Well, right, and you can't trust the sportscasters with any of this stuff. It's way too complicated, Jack. So referencing your book, Killing England, are you making the point that if these players understood how people had died for the flag, they'd stand to... To uh, to celebrate that, or or they are in that um, same vein by kneeling and uh, you know protesting and trying to make America better. Okay, here's here's the deal. That's an excellent question. You have to make a decision whether you believe that your country is essentially noble or bad. That's the decision that has to be made. And if you think your country's bad, then you want to protest that because you don't want a bad country. I understand. But if you do not know the essential facts of the United States of America, how we, we, the American people, freed billions with a B 
of people all over the world, how we came by our freedoms in the first place, how a guy like George Washington suffered, Thomas Jefferson suffered, to give us the right to dissent. If you don't know any of that, how can you make an informed decision on whether your country is noble or not? You can't. Talking, of course, with Bill O'Reilly, who we brought on today to talk about the death of Hugh Hefner. Oh, no, that's, that's not why. No. Okay. No. Something else. No, Bill O'Reilly's <laughs> new book is uh, Killing England. And Bill, I loved your point about do you fundamentally believe the country is noble or not? Imperfect, but trying, trying. I- I've often yes. heard the one, the one sentiment a relationship cannot survive is contempt. It can survive Look. anger and disappointment, a hundred things, but not contempt. Do you believe the that this country is worth loving? that 65% of Americans believe the anthem and the flag should be respected, and they are angry that they aren't being respected. 65%. Are these people all white supremacists, as the far left would have you believe? Are they all bigots and racists? No. That's insane. But that's what's being peddled now. Trump is a white supremacist. So is everybody who works for him. And anybody who voted for him has got to be a racist. Well, Bill, you couldn't, you couldn't even give a speech. Out. You couldn't give a speech at the University of California these days. You'd be overrun by lunatics. Right. Well, I mean, look, it, it's worse than that. I was on Hannity's program on the Fox News Channel earlier this week, and Hannity and I are joining together to expose media matters and these far-left smear machines that are spending millions of dollars to take guys like you and me off the air because they don't want opposing speech to their far-left lunacy. There's an industry that is now in play that's doing that. And and so we're at a, a crisis point, I believe, in America, and people have to arm themselves with facts, which is why we come back to killing England. Understand how your country came to be. Understand that. And then you'll win the debate against these people who hate their country. You know, I visited Valley Forge for the first time uh, this summer, and um, uh, I'd read reams about it in the Revolutionary War, of course, and I'm looking forward to reading your book. But to be there and and to 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 contemplate the suffering that these guys underwent just for that winter, um, it, it's it's beyond sobering. It's it's it it's, is it's tough, it, to, and, it's and tough that's to one take. of the most powerful chapters in Killing England, the chapter on Valley Forge. When people understand how deprived this Continental Army was, how they many of them didn't even have shoes, and it was zero degrees, and and. It, it was the low point, and most people felt no way this army ever is going to defeat the British Army. And you know who saved the uh, Continental Army? A gay man. A gay man saved the revolution. And you'll read that. And, and you know, and I, I mean, I, I just, the, the facts that we've uncovered about the uh, Revolutionary War and the founding of our freedoms and killing England are astounding. It's number one on Amazon right now, right as we speak. And, um, you know, I talk about it on BillOReilly.com in the context of the NFL, the statues. In Dallas, they even want to rename schools. Uh, they want to take George Washington and Thomas Jefferson's names off the schools. I mean, that's how crazy this has become. 
Yeah, well, Trump mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, which brings us to Trump. I wanted to ask you about this. You, uh, I like the way you handled Trump throughout the campaign. Um, you weren't all in like Hannity. I mean, you kind of went, you know, uh, you episode, called him as you saw. scandal by scandal, episode by episode. Uh, where are you on uh, Donald Trump at, at this point? Well, first of all, my job is to watch all the powerful. I'm not a guy that get, that throws in with any politician. Okay, that's number one. Number two, we were skeptical about Donald Trump in our interviews, as we are skeptical about everybody. And I challenged him. You may remember in the Detroit debate, he, he told me I should see a psychiatrist. <laughs> I said, gee, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. Now, right now, it's uh, all about the tax cuts. Uh, the president must get that passed. If he does, his job approval rating will go into the high 40s. Um, you know, obviously, there are people wanting to sabotage him. There's a hate Trump movement in the media. That's not going to change. But the folks are still willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he's got to produce. And health care went down the drain, so now the tax cuts, this is really where Donald Trump has to persuade the Congress to pass these things. And this is the high drama that we're looking at. Well, the one quick question on Trump is, we're, we've been asking this all along, is he playing some sort of long-game three-dimensional chess we don't understand? Or do when he jumps into the NFL controversy on Friday night, is he just shooting off his mouth and, and it doesn't do him any good when it comes to, for instance, the tax plan? There's no long-term game chess game. That's, that, that's not happening. <laughs> Donald Trump, I've known him for 30 years, is an emotional man. Doesn't look it, but he is. And he reacts emotionally. And he firmly believes that he is on the right side of the flag anthem issue. So he says, this is a winner for me because most people believe the way that I do. And I'm, I'm not going to allow this to happen without comment. Same thing in his tweets. When he tweets it out, some of this stuff is like, oh, why is he doing this? He's emotional. And he, and he wants to bring his point of view directly to the people because he knows he's never going to get a fair shake in the press. So there is a method to his madness. I mean, whether it's a effective, you know, he alienated John McCain, and McCain harpooned him on uh, Obamacare. So I think, and I've told him this, I think you've got to be a little bit more circumspect before you dive into these things. But I know why he did the anthem thing, and he'll come out a winner in that. I agree. Bill O'Reilly's latest book is Killing England, The Brutal Struggle for American Independence. Hey, uh, Bill, folks who missed the factor, how can they watch? BillOReilly.com. We have talking points every night on a podcast. Um, It's uh, a very fun uh, forum. If you go to BillOReilly.com, you you can just sign up and... You know, away we go. It's, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I really am having a good time. Do you throw on, on the suit and tie for the podcast? Get all dressed up again? No, 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 no. I'm in uh, the little sports shirt, and, uh, you know, go. it's. Uh, we may go into a studio. It's been so successful that we're looking at a studio situation. If I do that, I'll have to throw the tie and jacket on again. But right now, I'm a casual guy. I <laughs> gotcha. Bill O'Reilly. Bill, good to talk to you. I hope we can do it again soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Success. Thank you. Appreciate it. You know, listen, listen, I get Bill O'Reilly's a polarizing figure. We're not going to talk about the personal controversy stuff because the way he broke down Trump, he knows him for 30 years. No, there's no long chess game. He's an emotional <laughs> guy he's shooting off his mouth. But he realizes he's on the right side of this and for people who, who, who think like him and he can't get a fair shake from the press. And he's speaking for the people who believe in him. Uh, see, B- Bill O'Reilly breaking down what Trump is doing is 
I think, a voice worth hearing. I love it. I got more than that. We got to take a break. Also, there's a new poll out on the support or lack of for players who kneel. New poll. I wondered how that that was going to move. It has moved in the polls in the last couple of weeks. We um, have movement. We'll have the latest. And Plus, a more on O'Reilly. More on the breaking NFL scandal that we broke. The team denying. But can you trust their denial? Awesome. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's been reported that morale is very low among the Taliban. <laughs> their morale is low. Yeah. Yeah, you know things are bad when suicide bombers are too depressed to go to work. I think their uh, morale's better yesterday after they launched that rocket attack on the Kabul airport going after the Secretary of Defense. Maybe, yeah, maybe didn't more do on that anything, later. but... Uh, so we got some texts. Um, talking Point says, no one cares about Bill O'Reilly anymore. I, I don't agree with that. Great O'Reilly interview. I agree with his assessment and can separate his views from his past actions. You know, for the life of me, I can't remember what the scandal was that got him fired. It's kind of uh, an old school uh, uh, sexual harassment stuff. Was oh, he was coming you, up to my room sort of, oh, sort right. of stuff. If yeah. you want to be a guest, you got to sleep with him was the way it was being portrayed. Or, yeah, a contributor. Yeah. Yeah. Fox okay. News trying to buy Sky News in Britain. Terrified of any scandal. Fired everybody who was accused. Not to say anybody accused wasn't guilty. I don't know that. No, I, mean, I don't know any of it. Um, I don't know nothing about nothing. We have interviewed Bill O'Reilly a, a number of times over, I don't know, 15 years or something like that. And that was the most subdued, easygoing he's ever been. I don't know if he's in, like, retirementville or... I think to some extent, yeah. He, he didn't do the steamrolling act or anything like that. No. Um. So, you know, he just sounds relaxed. I, I got a chuckle out of the Hugh Hefner thing. He didn't used to chuckle at anything. Just <laughs> straight ahead, serious. Man. I was not amused. The man just died, Jack. Hugh Hefner. Whatever. Um, so, do you have more? Or yeah. What, the, I was going to reset the scandal. I was also thinking on the Bill O'Reilly, and this will be my final word. <laughs> You're an O'Reilly fan. Do whatever you want. <laughs> um, I'll give Jack the last word. I used to ask Bill O'Reilly, I asked him this a number of times, I never got a satisfying answer, but... Why do you think you're so polarizing? Because he was like he was the face of Fox News, and so he was the face of you know Whoopi Goldberg or whoever. If they were going to talk about mean conservatives, they picked Bill O'Reilly. And I always right. thought, do you watch his show? Because that's not really his thing. Um, and it's not. Well, he's unquestionably conservative, but, but... he was so controversial. I think by today's standards, he's not con- controversial at all. His personal life, if that's true, you know, can be controversial and that whole thing. But just his political views. By today's standards in the Trump era, yeah. not even close. No. Not no. even close. That's how much we've changed. Oh, boy. What's the line from Joe Walsh's song? But I'm still the same. You've all time changing. Somebody changed, and it's time to change the baby's diapers. I can't remember what he said. <laughs> so we broke the scandal last hour. Our source, Deep Route, with... Deep knowledge, serious knowledge, uh, first-person knowledge of the Oakland Raiders organization. It's a football team. Claims that the entirely African-American offensive line was angry at the white quarterback for not sitting with them during the national anthem and allowed him to be pommeled. And the previously undefeated and extremely powerful-looking Oakland Raiders 
had their asses kicked by the Washington Redskins. Which upsets in, happen. In Washington, upsets granted. always happen in right. the NFL, but people were shocked by that. None of this is definitive proof. No. None of it. But it builds a case, Jack, a circumstantial case. One of the guards on the line was quoted as saying he wants to stand alone. He can stand alone on the field. And after almost never getting sacked last year, he got sacked four times, including on back-to-back plays right at the beginning of the game. Right at the beginning of the game, they let his ass get walloped. Intentionally, accidentally, I don't know. It happens. Quarterbacks get sacked. Or the they other hand, with, they, they they come up with some. You know, the, the the other teams watching game film, they they see a flaw, they exploit it. On and the you, other, and you figured out how they exploited it, adjusted, and there were no more sacks the rest of the game. Right, that happens too. This is not a quote of a quote of an internet story, though. This is a very good source. He wants to stand alone. He can stand alone on the field. The extremely reliable center who snaps the ball to the quarterback three times, snapped it before the quarterback was ready, just jammed it right into his legs. Said, oh, look at that. You dropped the ball. Okay, I made that part up. Um, (laughs) But three times he did snap the ball before uh, he was ready. There were a number of weird dropped passes. Nobody's uh, sure what to do uh, or what that means. So um, somebody asked lineman Kalechi Osamele about the rumor, about the Armstrong and Getty World Exclusive. Uh, someone asked the following, did you really let Carr get sacked on purpose? Because there's tons of talk among Raiders fans about it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Osmelli responded, if you guys really believe that, I don't even know what to tell you. Carr is our brother, and he fully supported our decision to make this statement we discussed as a team, and we all have each other's back. We're back focused on working now. End of discussion. That's pretty good. We're, we're back focused on working now. That's an interesting phrase. I don't know. Again, it's not proof of anything. You're back from what? Maybe from the loss at Washington. I, I think it's from talking about the Trump and yeah, protest back from the thing. whole kneeling yeah. thing and all that. That's what I took it as. But I could uh, just be no. You could inferring. be right. You certainly could be right. Or and and or perhaps the owner of the team went in there, read the riot act. Maybe the head coach. Reminded everybody that they're making a hell of a good living, and if their politics gets in the way of their play for one effing second, you will effing find yourself out of an effing job. There are 200 effing college football players who want your effing job, blah, 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 and the locker room is still echoing with the anger. We don't know. That would leak out, wouldn't it? But It has leaked out. We're talking about it. No, that part. Yeah. 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 Uh, mm. I'm telling you, there is a reason that multi. I've mentioned Mike Tomlin of the Raiders uh, of the uh, Steelers a couple of times. Ah, the Steelers Raiders battles of the seventies. Terry Bradshaw, Ken Stabler. Anyway, um, <clears throat> there are a hell of a lot of NFL coaches who are thinking, "Oh God, no." Oh, no, this job's already hard enough without there being racial strife amongst the teams at a time at a time when, according to many civil rights leaders, never mind me, this is the best time for a man or woman of color to be alive in the United States of America in in our history as a country. It's It's progress toward justice, constant halting, stumbling progress. Um. We'll see. 
I believe the story from Deep Route because Deep Route would know. Uh, The numbers have moved on public opinion regarding the kneeling. We'll hit you with those numbers when we come back. Oh, that's right. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to throw this in. I forgot. Remember that a reporter asked about this and was told if you report on that, you will never report on the Raiders again. You will lose all your access if you so much as print that. That's something there. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got Trump on the NFL anthem protest, tax reform, and a warning for Republicans about health care reform. And before you get to work, I must get to the new health warnings about coffee yes. mugs. That coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Fred Belitnikoff. Lynn Swan. Those were the days. <laughs> Um, yeah, coffee mugs are going to kill me now. Okay, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Scandal in the NFL? Hmm. Racial divisions. Oakland Raiders offensive line angry at their quarterback for standing up during the anthem, not joining them. Allegedly let him get his ass kicked. Interesting. The story immediately after the game, the San Jose Mercury News, by far the best newspaper in the area. Uh, Here's your headline. Raiders offensive line opens wide for Washington in 27-10 loss. Thought to be one of the best units in the NFL, the Raiders offensive line was porous against Washington. Derek Carr sacked four times. And, uh... Uh, the group that's blah, 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 been very effective, did the opposite Sunday night. Uh, very interesting. Um, the quarterback of the Washington Redskins, who doesn't play against the Raiders offense, he's, he's on the yeah. other offense, said, I couldn't believe it when you think about how successful that Oakland offense had been, not only this season, but back to last season. The other team watched it and couldn't believe how bad the offensive line was playing. Well, we've how thrown, interesting. We've thrown it out there. We'll see if more nuggets pour in one way or the other. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, Donald Trump weighing in on the whole NFL controversy. He's saying NFL owners are too afraid to stop players from kneeling during the national anthem. He did an interview with Fox News today saying... The NFL's in a box. They have to do something about it. They're disrespecting, and when I say they, in a way it is they because they can stop it. Now, Trump says the protests are again are disrespectful to both the flag and the military. The president also unveiling his tax plan. Well, okay, since you're done moving yeah. on to taxes. So the latest polling on the kneeling or not, is it appropriate or inappropriate? It, it, the numbers have evened out quite a bit in uh, the last year. So last year it was 61-32 inappropriate, almost double, about a 30-point right. win. Yeah. And now it's 55-41, which is still a 14-point win, but it's cut in half. Interesting. And I wonder if that's just becoming it's becoming more about Trump, so it's going to get closer to 50-50 split the way Trump is. There could be some movement on the whole, well, they do have a First Amendment right thing, but it's, I guarantee you you're right. It's mostly about now it's sticking it to Trump. Yeah. The president also uh, was uh, talking about his tax plan that he unveiled in Indianapolis yesterday. He called it a miracle for the working class, telling Fox News one part of that plan is non-negotiable. The 20% is non-negotiable. I wanted to do it at 15%. This is for business. I want to do it at 15%. If you look at China, China's at 15%. Now, the rate for business had been at 35%. 
Democrats are saying the GOP plan to blow up the federal deficit, and Chuck Schumer has taken issue with the three tax brackets that the revisions would set up. The top rate on the wealthiest comes down, and the bottom rate on working class families goes up. What kind of plan is this? I don't he mind. is such a liar. <laughs> you are a liar, you lying sack of crap. I don't mind them arguing the particulars because that goes on, but the whole it's going to explode the deficit. Really? After we doubled the deficit from $10 trillion to $20 trillion under a Democratic president? You really ought to stay away from that issue. Yeah, that is hilarious. And the standard deduction, which everybody gets, will double, meaning the people in that lowest tax bracket will pay less Taxes. They will pay less taxes. Wanted to mention this. One person's dead. Another got hurt in a massive rock fall at Yosemite. Officials and witnesses say a giant rock the size of an apartment building fell off the face of El Capitan wow. at the height of rock climbing season. God, oh, but wow. that's something to see. Yep. What did that sound like? Well, we've got one guy who was there who saw the rock fall. I looked up and we saw about 200 feet of rock just sort of come off the wall and, and uh, explode on the ground about a thousand people up. At least 30 wow. people were climbing on the uh, granite face at the uh, time uh, when it happened. It's global warming. It's calling, causing the rocks to melt. All right, my friends, it might be best to stick with paper mugs for your office coffee fix. The University of Arizona researchers have found up to 90% of mugs in office kitchens were coated in germs and 20% actually carry FM Fecal matter. Oh, no. It's FM, crap. no static it's at all. Crap. It's crap. How, how does fecal matter end up on everything? Because it's everywhere. Everybody poops, Jack. And they're saying the nasty stuff made its way to the cups from communal kitchen sponges that were rarely changed or washed or cleaned in any way. Well, don't drink out of your, your office uh, community coffee mug. I got my own. Which has probably also got FM, but it's yes. my own. Yes. It's my own personal fecal matter. <laughs> FM you can be proud of. <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Marshall Phillips, convincing you you're going to die every single day. You know, we got some good uh, texts uh, about, uh, well, a lot of things, including the death of the great Hugh Hefner. So <laughs> we'll, you, we'll hit you with some of those. As he was 91. Wow. Correct. That's a long run. Yep. Um, who else are we talking to? We got another good one right coming up, don't we? Something? Uh, we're going to talk to a gent, I believe, from the Washington Examiner about the battle over the tax code and the tax reform. Oh, yeah. I got to hit you with some of the uh, how Twitter is involved in uh, the whole Russian thing now. Russia is using Twitter even more than they were using Facebook, or at least a greater effect, they think. The Facebook was getting all the attention, but Twitter's huge. Stay Hashtag tuned. KGB. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, Stan, you got your phone? We need to call everyone on this list. They all live in the same city. Dad, listen, you need to ease off a little here, okay? Stan, it's not right that people celebrate a man who wiped out millions of people for his own glory. Let's go. Hello, is this uh, Howard Peterson? You live in Columbus, Ohio, is that correct? Yeah, you racist piece of shit. You heard me. You're an intolerant pig. Oh, you're not? You just choose to live in a city named for ethnic cleansing? No, f*** you. Rename your city, Hello? Okay, next one. Come on, get calling, Stan. Dad, come on. We all get your point, but don't you think you're overdoing it? You have to overdo it in today's society, Stan. You can't be nuanced and subtle anymore, or else critics go, Wow, what was the point of that? Hi, Francis Melman? Hey, how are you, you f***ing racist? 
is so good. Oh, that's great. From last night's South Park. That oh, is that hilarious. Is UPC, bro? <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, a couple of things for you. Um, <laughs> yes, including the death of the American dream. A major poll coming up. Okay. Can you still achieve the American dream? For once, for once, one of these polls went to the trouble of asking, what do you mean by the American dream? Good one. Finally. Can't wait to hear that. The answer will shock you. Do you remember old Representative Steve Scalise, who was almost assassinated by that nut job on the baseball field? The uh, gun-wielding Democrat, I remember. Doing his first interview on 60 Minutes Sunday night, talking about what it was like from his perspective. We've heard it from everybody else. Yeah, he's finally back at work three months down the road. Uh, We got a couple of uh, texts about the uh, death of Hugh Hefner, the Playboy founder and weirdo, (laughs) in my opinion. Um, And publishing icon, innovator. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no doubt about that. He was definitely a perv. I mean, nobody, nobody think, debates that. I, I'm just listening to this. It seems to me like people are getting it wrong on both ends. There are people who think it's all just you know young girls and their boobs who are completely unaware that is actually one of the great intellectual magazines of all time. If you're a, with boobs, if you're a young person starting out writing fiction, it was in the top like two or three in the world to get published in mm-hmm. to become a big thing. In terms of like short stories yeah, and things like yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And commentary pieces. I mean, Norman oh, yeah. Mailer, Hunter Thompson. I mean, all the heavyweights of the 20th century. That's right. Pre- Hunter, presidents. Hunter did a lot in that. Yeah. yeah. Presidents doing interviews. I mean, it right. was just a hugely important magazine. You took the girls out of it. It was still an unbelievable magazine. So those people are getting it wrong. And then the people are just lionizing him and not talking about, he's spent the last 40 years laying around in his pajamas sexing up practically children because that's what they had to do to become anything in his organization. That's sick and twisted. What the hell is that? Anyway, we got these texts. Hugh Hefner, uh, you're only as old as the women you feel. I don't know if he actually said that. (laughs) Hugh Hefner dead. The stiffest he's been in 20 years. Oh, boy. Too soon? (laughs) Yes, my friend. Think before you hit send. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, how sad are those twins or triplets or whatever he'd been hanging out with? Or am I thinking oh, of uh, Charlie Sheen? No, similar, a, similar yeah, thing. Is... Those poor girls that have been, uh, you know, hanging with him for however long. What was going on with their lives? Well, the thing was so, so stupid. I couldn't even get to the tawdry because it was so dumb. Oh, yeah, he's so manly and virile and desirable. He has three 25-year-old just mega beauties who just can't wait to be. No, let's stop it. How stupid am I in this scenario? Please stop pitching that crap. I'm not catching. Right. They're either full-on prostitutes or they, they're so damaged from sexual abuse or lack of attention or something <laughs> right. that they're willing to, as, as, as 50, 60 years younger than him, crawl into bed with this ancient man. Or as kids, they had a really, really sexy great-grandpa, and they've got a thing for, you know, old men. <sighs> I don't know. It's weird. Sick. If he'd gone out with some sort of class... Uh, then yes, yes, he is just should be lionized as one of the great publishers of all time. Uh, that's that. It's America not... loves a good publisher. <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. Who's your favorite, Michael? I'm a Simon and Schuster man. If you find out a guy's got an extensive Playboy collection, do you think cool and classy, or do you think that's kind of weird, dude? At I this remember, point, uh, fairly weird. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. I remember talking about this back in the day. The, God, the most tired joke in the world. Oh, I heard you read the articles. Ah, God dang it. I, I didn't object for the wrongness of it. I objected for the crappy humor of it. 
It's it's like, you know, somebody at this point in our nation's history saying, yeah, you've got a face for radio. <laughs> yeah, we used to get a, uh, for several years, we got a free subscription to Playboy for some reason. Yeah. And I, I wish, I always, I always wished you could get one that didn't have the girls in it. Yeah, the boob free. <laughs> I know where to get porn. This isn't good pornography. Yeah, this is post-internet era. So just the idea that there's naked girls in this magazine was pretty dumb. I actually just wanted to read the interview with, you know, Yasser Arafat or whatever. <laughs> the, the porn was dumb. <laughs> oh, the the fat in the Yasser Arafat reminds me that the uh, that chubby checker, uh, the great... Uh, the great fifties uh, uh, rock and roll icon, the uh, guy the, who brought us the twist and the then twist. twist again last summer. Then let's twist uh, some more. And hey, do you remember the twist? Let's do it again. And twisty, twisty, twister, um, etc. Uh, Chubby Checker uh, has sued and settled with a a, hmm, a penis measurement app that called itself Chubby Checker. Oh wow. <laughs> So a guy named Chubby Checker was bothered that somebody had invented something called the Chubby Checker. That is correct. Sued and won or lost? He, he Well, he settled with Hewlett okay. Packard and the Palm OS platform. This is not a joke. Yes, the, on the Palm. Uh, Why do you need an app that does that? Yeah, what, what, what else do we know about this app? Are you just supposed to just submit it into a database and see where you rank? When why would you do that? What is wrong with the, you? Because if you're in the top ten, you get a jacket. The, <laughs> <laughs> the Chubby Checker app allowed users to input the shoe size of a man to return a measurement, a probable measurement of his penis. Oh, so it was like a Based hypothetical. Based on the theory that, yes, it's, uh, again, hmm. like the later life carryings on of Hugh Hefner, I don't want to dignify this. With a response, so that app seems to be for the ladies, All right. or for the fellers. I don't, you know, I don't whatever, think. whatever. You're dignifying it with a response, which we clearly chose not to do. <laughs> so the Saudis are going to let the gals drive. Why the activists aren't all that excited about it? Okay, uh, I found that interesting. Also, if we get a chance, what? Oh, oh a new uh, scandalous airline video. Somebody getting dragged off a flight. Oh yeah, I, I I just saw the headline. It looked awful, but maybe there's some. Mitigating circumstances. The American dream is it dead, and if we have time, we won't. If we have time, the Lingerie Football League has issued a statement, we stand for the national anthem. So football fans, there is a league we can watch. Lingerie football, the LFL. We have mocked the... Is the American dream dead polling for a long time, but you say this is better. Yes, it is in a way. It's also highly amusing. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.